this podcast may contain spoilers for whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Yo, what's going on? I am Scoot Bronson. And I am S. Foster. And this is the Viewers Anonymous Podcast. What's going on with you, good brother? Man, I can't call it, man. Just getting ready for this vacation next week, man. Getting ready for this vacation. So so we 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 potting. You know what I'm saying? We've been potting for the last couple of days. Hey. We getting them in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, that's what's up, bro. Um I feel you, man. We definitely been podding, bro. It's been uh it's been a, a real eventful week. A lot of things going on, you know what I'm saying? Um I'm I'm getting ready to watch this Black Widow after we get done. So hopefully uh it's a good one. But um today, man, you know what I'm saying? We got a very, very special guest. You know what I'm saying? I've been in this brother for some years now. Um it's you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie to you, man. This is my family, brother. You know what I'm saying? This is one of my brothers. You know what I'm saying? We used to uh we used to go on lunch breaks, go to the Kroger's. And uh, grab tall cans and come back to work. Fucked up, you know what I'm saying? This is <laughs> <laughs> we used to we used to have some moments, man. We used to have some great, great days, man. You know what I'm saying? We used to sit in the truck, listen to Kendrick Lamar, and get toasted, and come back to work, and like nothing happened. So, um, but you know what I'm saying? This is my guy, man. Like I said, this is my brother, host of the First Class Podcast, um. The the owner entrepreneur of First Class Beard Products, uh, my guy Easy Carter. What's going on, brother? Man, what's up, bro? Yeah, we we had a lot of wild <laughs> wild times, man. Come mm-hmm. back and get to get to grind it off of two tall cans in thirty minutes. Easy money, bro. <laughs> to tell you. Easy money. But yeah, but yeah, man. Thank thanks for having me on the show, man. It's good to be here. For sure, it's man. always for great to be me. with you guys. No doubt, no doubt. But yeah, man. It's for always sure, great to be man. with y'all. Sure. So, um, yes, man, sir. today we got a good one. We got a real good one. Um, a hood classic. Some would call this the um, it, it would match with Scarface and and Goodfellas and uh, Godfather. You know what I'm saying? It's up there with those. Um, we doing Belly today, man. So you know what I'm saying? Um, as how you feeling about this joint, man. <laughs> You know, the crazy thing about Belly, yo, is the fact of, and I just found this out after uh, the passing of DMX, right? Mm-hmm. And they was talking to Swiss Beats. And so they, Belly had got brought up. And they were saying that, yo, the crazy thing about Belly is the fact that, so Belly came out in 98, but it came out before, you know what I'm saying? It's dark and hell is hot. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, DMX wasn't even DMX yet. You know what I'm saying? And Hype Williams and everybody that was involved with this film, they put their trust in a guy like, and then, like I said, Nas wasn't really no proven actor. But also at the same time, DMX was just kind of just known around the way. Like, I think I think people was hearing his music, like his underground music and shit like that. So I think they knew that he was going to pop. But to have that type of performance, man, and... And to also put your trust in, you know what I'm saying, a guy that's unproven, that wasn't even really proven in the rap game yet. And just think how crazy. Look, this is all that happened that well, that we know, you know, from where we are, all that happened to DMX in just the year of 1998. This dude has this movie, which is a hood classic, and two platinum albums in the same year, man. Come on. Yeah, yeah, icon, Thanks. man, definitely. Thanks, man. <laughs> Yeah. How you feeling about this joint, E? I know this is one of your favorites, man. Uh, one, I'm mad. Like you said, it came out in 98. I can't find, I couldn't find the disc nowhere, so I had to rent it to rewatch it. Like, man, it came out in 98, man. It's 2021. Why am I renting this movie on every platform? But <laughs> other than that, bro, it's definitely a hood classic, man. Like, arguably one of my favorites is Blue Hill Avenue. But Belly is definitely one of my top. You know what I'm saying? And that just the way, just the way the movie started off with the intro, the music, they in the strip club. It's it's all stuff that us as you know black folks 
can relate to. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because, like you said, it came out. It came out in '98, so we could relate to it before we could even relate to it. <laughs> and listen, yep, bro. It's funny that we talking about '98, bro. I was ten when this movie came out. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said never been watching this movie at ten years old, bro. Like this is. First and foremost, man, the cast in this in this joint is um, culturally amazing. You know what I'm saying? Yes. DMX, Nas, Hassan Johnson, um, Terrell Hicks with her beautiful self, uh, T T Boz. You know what I'm saying? Power. Um, who else was in this joint? Method. Method man. man. Kurt Loader was in this joint. Tyrant Turner. Uh, Tyrant Turner was in this joint, man. Um, who else was in here, boy? Uh, Frank Vincent, he always in the, you know what I'm saying, the, the Italian mob movies. He was in this joint. Um, Dude, AZ was in here. Yeah, AZ, you know what I'm saying? So this was, for me, this was one of those things that it kind of, um, it kind of embodied what hip-hop was, uh, you know what I'm saying, and, and what hip-hop is about. Just the fact that they were able to take two rappers from New York and really make this, I mean, this was as New York as New York did. And they was yeah, able to yeah. take, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, they was able to take this and make it, you know what I'm saying, such a, um, such an impactful movie. Like, we, we said this on the coming soon, that this was basically like one long-ass music video. <laughs> yeah, when you think about it, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Hype Williams, like, for him to go from, you know what I'm saying, music videos to movies, and for him to have a classic on his hands after making this, you know, that's not an easy feat. No, not at all. Not at all. And like he mentioned, dude, like, this has got to be, like, the greatest introduction to a movie I've ever seen. Like, Next. when they, just the way they were shot, the lights that they made their eyes blue, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. DMX, you know what I'm saying, slip the finger up the stripper real quick, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, classic like, movie. every, like, like everything about it, and it was the perfect song selection. The beat switched up exactly where it was supposed to. As soon as soon as they shot old girl and that glass busted, that's when the beat kicked in. Like, come on, you can't get no better than that. Man. No, wait, wait, but you you ain't even breaking it down right. The slow walk <laughs> in the club. Yeah, the slow walk. Yeah, Nancy, bomb, bomb, bro. Right, <laughs> Like this is this is the. Like the the intro of it is the greatest music video ever, and we don't even got the person singing the song in the music video. That's how great right. this intro is, bro. It got the the black light everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like this looks like a place you want to be. Yeah. It also a place you don't want to be at the same time. Yeah, like I said, like that that intro is just it gets you hooked. Like it's one of those like mm-hmm. you can't you know usually when the when a movie start you like hey I'm gonna go freshen up my drink or use the bathroom real quick or get me a snack real quick. It's just the intro. I ain't going to miss too much. Mm-hmm. You don't want to miss this intro at all. And it's like, it's funny because like you said, it came out 98. You was, we the same age, ain't we, Scoot? So we was 10. Yeah. <laughs> 10, yeah. 11 was, years old. This shit came out on VHS, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like... Come on, man. It's like, it's like, so I'm looking at it. I'm captivated as a young man. One, mm-hmm. like you said, not even supposed to be watching it, but I'm watching it with my pops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't even peep until I was older that he slipped his finger up over, up the stripper. I didn't even <laughs> peep that. I didn't peep that till I, it was a lot of stuff I ain't peep until I was older. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm just watching it. Like, like it was so crazy. I'm like, man, I seen belly. Everybody like, oh, for real, how was it? I'm like, man, I don't even know. Like I don't even know what to tell you at a young age. Yeah, like, bro, it was it was just it was a whole bunch of shit happening. Like, I mean, what did yeah. you say? I'm like, it's just a bunch of a bunch of hood shit that I want to be into when I get older. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> facts. So, real quick, bro, let's just let's talk about you know what I'm saying. Um, um the main characters, man, Cecilia and, and Barnes, man. Um, Cecilia was this. Somehow, like this pro-black, malex-minded street dude, and then Buns was just clearly the streets. 
It was, you know what I'm saying, the streets and the streets only. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Buns was, he was out here, you know what I'm saying? He had a girl, but he also had Keisha. You know what I'm saying? And um, let me tell you something. Pip Keisha is, is, okay, before you get there, <laughs> everybody <laughs> needed Keisha. Every man everybody Keisha in his life. You know what I'm saying? Because, yes. because even though, well, take, remember, because she said, we ain't really doing nothing yet. I ain't old enough. But you know what I'm saying? She was giving him that got got three thousand. Um No, you know, no. You know Keisha like is Keisha's his girl. Keisha was yeah. uh no yeah. uh Yeah, Keisha yeah, was Darcy. the girl. Um Darcy Keisha and, was Darcy the one and he, Keisha. Oh no, you're right. Who was the one he was cheating with? Uh, I think it was Kiana. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. It was that's something like this. Right. Like I just got off the phone with uh Kiana. Yeah, Who was Kiana? Yeah, yeah. That bitch that's lying. What I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I'm talking about. At the same time, everybody do need a Keisha too, because Keisha with, with all that chocolate finish. Um, when she got out that shower, brother, oh yeah, sitting on the bed. Oh my god, let me tell you something, man. My heart ain't gonna race so fast. Listen, milk ain't <laughs> the word, brother. Chocolate milk. You hear me? Right. Triple triple chocolate milk. And she was she was all oiled up, man. Hey, bro, my heart ain't never beat so fast in my life, man. <laughs> Man. Yeah, like so. So, what y'all think of them? Like the contrast of the two characters. Oh well, I think it, I think it went perfect, man. Just because, just like you said, it's a big music video. So you got DMX and then you got Nas. I think both of the characters actually played into the type of artists that they were or are. You know what I'm saying? And the type of people that they portrayed anyway. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like they really had to go reaching for a role. Like Nods mm-hmm. is a more laid back, you know, motherland type of type of guy anyway. So mm-hmm. he didn't really have to study for a role. You know what I'm saying? He just had to really just kind of be him. And DMX is, as far as we know, has always been hype, live action. You know what I'm saying? Like that. So I don't think they had to do too much uh, studying for their roles. And I think it blended in with their personalities well. So it wasn't like... Like, if it was flipped to where DMX was all calm and Nods was a rowdy one, I don't think the movie would have been as as the same. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I agree. but I think it, I think just character-wise, it was great. Like I said, all the way to just everybody's role, every part that everybody played, it mm-hmm. kind of fit into who they was as a person in general. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think that's dope, man. I think you hit the nail on his head because and then with with them <clears throat> basically being themselves and like because it it started out that way like even when they got into the car after the robbery like like how hype DMX was you know what I'm saying and like how aggressive he was to the driver dude and it's like what I loved about the movie is that throughout the movie there's different narrations like different people narrating the movie which I thought was dope. And like even with that, even with that being said, like DMX even said a prayer like during narration. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like it just speaks to him even more. And I think that when like every time we see one of these stories, there's always the one guy that sees the bigger picture. And there's mm-hmm. always the the friend that all oh, he's about like, yo, we, we just here to get money. You know what I'm saying? Because he was asking him, yo, what's, what's our purpose of life? He was like, you know what I'm saying? Get money. And he was like, yo, there's got to be something more than that. And so it's like, and like he said, like, I think it, it spoke to their characters because it's like, I don't even think that this was, honestly, it seemed like the script was written for them. Now, Nas is one of the writers on the movie. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So that made that even more, you know, easier for him to do. But but yeah, man. But when it comes to buns and sincere, it, it's just so it's so different because even even T was like, "Yo, like y'all y'all are so opposite. Like y'all y'all ain't on the same page." But like they dogs, like they ride for each other. Like they grew up together, they started together. But like, but sometimes when you when you grow, sometimes you just grow apart. Even as friends, like it's not it's not always the same. Like you're always going to evolve. Like, you know, and I think that when it comes to sincere with him having a daughter and his girl actually being on the same level that he is, but buns 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. His girl is the way that she is, but he's like, yo, I still need a, you know what I'm saying, a young tenderoni out here in these streets too. You know what I'm saying? Which we, hey, we ain't got to do it right now, but I mean, you know what I'm saying, we got to talk about it. Like this motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Yo, um, this, before, we start, though, a... before we start, though, shout out to Bill Cosby. Go ahead. All right, sir. Listen. You know what I'm saying? And, and R. Kelly, this, since, we, since we're talking about pedophiles. Yo. This, <laughs> I'm just saying. We got to call them out, man. We got to let people know what they are. Yo. Kiana said, I've known him since I was 11. And she said I was 16. But he won't, he won't let. She yo. said, she said he. She said, he all see taught me out a French kiss. Yo. Yo, how old was he, bro, in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we have to figure out. Because my nigga, like, was this nigga like one of them niggas that like graduated in the same, you know what I'm saying, like graduated ahead of her? Like, was he like supposed to be four years older than her and then he just came back? Or was like this nigga like already established grown man type? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that that they characters got to be mid twenties. You know what I'm mm. saying? That's what because because I mean, even though DMX he blew up, you know what I'm saying, in his late twenties. I think I think like this year he was like 28, 29 years old. But yeah. like I think that he was playing more of like a 24, 25 year old. But that's okay, still, because, even no, no. I'm saying because like so. We all know the culture of, you know what I'm saying, going to high school, you know what I'm saying, you mess with a freshman, y'all fall in love or whatever. You in school somewhere in whatever college you go to, but your girl's still in high school, you feel me? Like, somehow that's still socially acceptable. Yeah. But, nigga, if you, like, out of them college years and, you know what I'm saying, you just a dope boy in the street and you still going to drop your girl off lunch at, you know what I'm saying, lunchtime <laughs> at school, like, after third period, <laughs> That's a little odd. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a little weird. Yeah. yeah we've all we, we all know them type we all know them dudes. We all been in school and you know what I'm saying? We've been eating lunch and then she got a whole pizza or she got Taco Bell. We like, I don't fucking bitch get Taco Bell. She ain't got no car. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, my, we all know. my man, my man know brought it to me. My man yeah. brought it to me. I ain't he messing with no little boys. Like, man, shut up. Right. And he ruined the game for all of us. Meanwhile, we should there. <laughs> Eating chicken fingers and, and cheese. Waiting on cheese to come out. <laughs> no, but like, but you know, like, school, look, we was talking. So, look, we were just talking about um, on the other podcast, you know, saying go check out the 28 minutes or less. We just did disturb you, but like, but we were just talking about like stuff that was that wouldn't fly today. You know what I'm saying? As far as like, so like, we used the example of. Uh, on Wayno's podcast, they was talking about Ace Ventura, right? Mm-hmm. And and they was talking about they don't think that some of the jokes that went off in that movie went fly today. Like there was one thing where, you know, well, uh, well, what was her name? Ironhorn was actually Ray Finkel, right? Right. And so they was, you know, the, the the gay jokes are like how people was throwing up about them kissing, you know, them, you know, and then it also showed the right. little dick print in the back. We were saying that that joke wouldn't fly today. And right. so what we was talking about with Disturbia and, was um, there was uh, one part where the 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 guy was like hitting on like the like the 17 year old girl and Scoops was like, yo, that wouldn't fly today. Yo, if this movie came out around this time, It'd be oh, so much hate. Yeah, it'd be over. They're like, yo, like you mid-20s and you getting hair from 16 years. And they, they they show it, but they don't show it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The car scene. Yeah. And this is what I don't understand. Fuck the bullshit. Is Keisha deaf? She couldn't hear that girl whispering while he got the damn phone. Like, come on, man. Nah, Keisha got to hey, do, do better, better, man. Them phones, they pick up no background noise back in the day. Bro. <laughs> man, phones, I'm about to say. Them phones trash. <laughs> Hey, the microphones was. We need to bring those phones back. Because <laughs> <laughs> now, nowadays, you can hear everybody like, bro, who you are, who you, who you with? Like, I hear some bro, people in the background some, back in the day. You couldn't hear nothing in the background. Could, somebody could fart in the next room and you can hear it, bro. That's how bad these bad boys are. 
Like for real. Like I'm and I ain't even talk about it as extreme as what he was doing, just on some simple mm-hmm. stuff like like you talk hollering at a girl and she got her friends over and be like, Hey, we about to link up with my boys and you're like, Yeah, yeah. getting all hype and stuff. You couldn't hear none of that back then. <laughs> so you trying to play it cool. Uh-oh. Now you can hear all of that. Like, nah, that I mean, but that's the one thing I couldn't understand. Like I even getting older, I still don't look at it like, oh, I need to have a little young thing over here. Like, nah, I'm cool. They all headaches. <laughs> but you know they what? All- it seemed it seemed like he was trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like culture. Like like she was gonna be like the next quiche. You know what I'm saying? Like I it, think he was it, trying to pimp her out. I know he was definitely molding her. Yeah. Yeah, he was definitely yeah. molding her though. Like that was that was molding twenty four seven. Like but see the the thing about it was like Bud so he was like he was a one hundred percent street dude, bro. So like everything that he was doing was for the advancement of his pockets. He didn't care about nothing else. So the fact that he he might have had a little young thing on the side, like like you said, he definitely was gonna pimp her up. She was gonna definitely be out here in these streets, uh, escorting. Yeah. True, true. But like while we on the females, man, like, you know, when I was watching it last night, you know what I'm saying? Like one of my like, excuse me and you, we already had this argument, so we ain't gotta have it right now. But like <laughs> one of my favorite, like my absolute favorite Erica Badu song is Other Side of the Game. Right. And from watching what Keish and T had to go through, like with they man doing what they doing, like Keish, Keish got locked up. You know what I'm saying? Just just yeah. for being there when you know what I'm saying when the FBI came, and it's just yeah. like being on the other side of the game. Like, yeah, it's it's glamorous for a while. You know what I'm saying? You get to stay in this big ass crib. You, you you know, you open to everything, but like even at the same time, she didn't have no friends. You know what I'm saying? We ain't seen her talk to nobody but T. And it seemed like really all she did was sit at home all day. And then, like, if she did go out, all she did was shop while your man is out here doing whatever. So it's like, well, you. That sounds like a hell of a life. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> that, I mean, what are we complaining about? Like, if you look at it, but most of these females, even today, that's the lifestyle they want to live. That's why they try to go for yeah, a street nigga anyway. She was ahead of the game. Yeah. She made <laughs> You ain't got to pay no bills. You living in this. Nice ass crib. Are you doing the shopping and make sure you look good all day? And it sounded like she had a friend to me. You say you're talking to T. She had friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but T didn't, T didn't look. Come on, T didn't fuck with her like that, man. Even nah, when they like was that. having that conversation, that even the when point. they was having that walk. That's not the point. The point is, she still <laughs> had a friend. She got to spend whatever she needed to spend. She had this lovely house all to herself. What are you complaining about? I know they had cable. Right. Yo, what's up with that movie? What's up with that movie he put on with no white kids, man? I don't know. I don't know, man. Sounds like a bunch of bullshit. I don't know, man. I'm like, what is this, man? That was funny. But no, she sounds ungrateful. Man, she still got locked up. It, it come, it's the other side of the game. It come with it. <laughs> you know this man ain't out here with a nine to five. Right. <laughs> come on, man. This I mean, but the thing is, but the thing is, like school said in the beginning, like, bro, everybody need a Keisha, bro. Like, because she was down. Like, she could have tried to rat yeah. him out. Anything. Yeah. Like, she, she, took, she took that bid on the chin. Yeah, like, easily, and that's what I'm saying. Everybody needs Keisha, but Keisha, to me, Keisha was first off. She was the finest out of all all the women in the in the movie. Easy, um, man. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't know, but yeah. who, who you gonna say, T. Boss? Hey, I had a thing, but well, well, no, I ain't gonna lie. Nah, Chil- T. Chili was the one. Yeah, Chili was the one. You right, you right. Chili was the one. It go, it go. Chili left eye, then T. Boss. Thank you. Come on, man. We talking about. Listen, Keisha, <laughs> Keisha was the one. You hear me? Keisha was the one. The fact that, the, like I said, the fact that when she was all oiled up and she was sitting on the bed, that scene right there, bro. I'm telling you, man. It ain't, that's it. bro. That I, I wish I could get that posterized and framed, bro. That's how fine she was, just right there. She wasn't even naked. 
Shout out to my dude True. TJ, man. He uh he an artist, man. He he painted, he that, painted that picture. Yeah. I seen it. I seen it. Yeah, he painted that joint. It was it's uh it was at my cousin's art show. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He cold and it and it looked just like the movie. Shout out to <laughs> Telefero, bro. Telefero yeah. busy, bro. Yeah, that's my that's my guy, man. I went to uh yeah. you know, we went to high we went to high school together. Uh yeah, for sure, bro. That hey, that man got skill. When he when I seen that there, I was like my heart started beating again. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah. but, yeah, man, I, between that and then one of one of my favorite scenes of the movie is the fact of uh, when Method Man came onto the scene. Mm -hmm. And just between that and just, like, just some of the dialect that happens in the, in the movie, like, you know what I'm saying? Us as black folks in the culture, even if we're not from New York, we can still understand what they're talking about. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and I don't know, the way he just came onto the scene, he was still naturally him to my aspect. You know what I'm saying? Had to take Cuz out, big head Rico, <laughs> hating ass Rico. But that, like that, that was that one shit. of my favorite. I don't like that I don't like that Drop a dime on that, eating a banana. Like, man, come on. Eating a banana, man. Weirdo, bro. Eating stupid ass glasses. In a perm, bro. Get out of here. <laughs> That's where Cat Williams got it from. Niggas out in Omaha. <laughs> yeah, Omaha. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to see who getting the money like I'm getting money, baby. Mm -hmm. And try to set his ass up, man. Slip the Mickey in my man's drink and everything. Like, what? Who does that shit? Yo, the whole Omaha shit is is wild, yo. Like, like everything that happened in Omaha, it was just like it's like it seemed like a whole nother movie. Like it just took it just mm -hmm. took a whole turn when they went to Omaha. That's what I was yeah. like when I was younger and somebody asked me, like, bro, what was the movie about? And I was like, bro, I don't know. Like, it was so much, it was so much it going on. It like, was just happening, bro. Bro, he took a shotgun to the chest, bro, and still made it to the car. Dude, a whole bunch of bucks there. Like, it, <laughs> I'm like, yo, made it, made it to the car. This dude literally got blasted out the club. You know what I'm saying? Got up, start shooting at the cops. They can't shoot worth shit. And then this is my thing. So then when he finally get in the car and they back out and pull out, the one cop is on their ass. How the hell they escaped that guy? Come First on, off, man. it's illegal to even have guns in New York. Let's talk about that. <laughs> you can't even carry a gun in New York. So the fact that this nigga had the burner on him. Everybody had a burner on him. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It was already out of bounds. None of them niggas are supposed to have guns. You can't carry a gun around in New York. There's no such thing as a CCW in New York. No, I'm sure they didn't need about that. So the fact that these niggas had illegal burners, all serial numbers were scraped off. Come on, man. Like, what are we what, what are we doing? They definitely was in the trouble. Them niggas all yeah. in the trouble acting crazy, bro. I'm Yo, surprised yeah, that one nigga ain't bang out the MOP. <laughs> <laughs> that was, but that, that was one of my favorite scenes though. Just just cause he had to play that whole role, like, all right, yeah. you feel me? He got he got the info and was like, all right, cool. I'm a I'm a I'ma take care of this for you. And he go down there solo. He ain't go down there with no crew, three, four people, big plan, big you know what I'm saying? Ike Love. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mike Love. Dude called him something else. He was like, Yeah, Mike Love, that's cool. <laughs> like, it was just cool, like he set the whole thing up just off strength. Like, all right, cool. I'm going to get it done. And then took care of what he got to take care of. Mm. Took a shotgun to the chest. <laughs> and, st <laughs> and still got away. Like, what? Who does that? Like, you had a vest on. Like, they never said if he had a vest on. Definitely anything. Like, vest. Definitely didn't have a vest. Had to burn. Right. Like, right. You just took a shotgun. out, Like you said, got blasted out the club. Through the yeah. doors. Yeah. And still stumbled up after after drinking. That's what it was, man. It was like uh, the Scarface scene with the cocaine, bro. Like he had to get juiced up or something. I don't know. <laughs> man, hey, this, this is... No, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, so is it... So with the Omaha shit, is it some hater shit that uh, that old boy called the cops on them? You know what I'm saying? About the Hell New York yeah. dudes coming in and stealing some money. Nah, man, yeah. that's competition. That's competition, but he still... He, he, even in the laws of the street, man, come on now, it's different ways to handle competition. Yeah. Like, either you can have a dusty bang out. Law, if nobody knows you called the law, then you never did it. 
all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. If nobody knows, bro. You never did it. <laughs> but the thing was, even in that scene, his people in the back hyping him up to snitch. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't like that. Oh, that yeah, look at him, man. Again, they they out here getting money. But then also in that same little scene when he was eating a banana, where uh, Buns felt like he was untouchable. So like, mm-hmm. yeah. I had a que- I had a question for y'all because like when he sped past the police and everything, sincere like, hey yo, you don't see the cops right there? He's like, man, fuck the cops, bro. We out here. Getting money, speed, and smoking weed, man. I could do whatever the fuck I want to. And I was just the question I had for y'all, like, but just on the strength of like that untouch. Have y'all ever either seen somebody or have y'all had that feeling yourself? Just that untouchable type feeling at any point in time. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I've never, I've never felt that myself, especially mm-hmm. not like in the police scenario. Um. Outside of outside of like illegal activities, I definitely felt that way. But um, my brother, man, we was out on the mission one night, and we was going to uh, meet up with some some uh, ladies, and we was in the rain, and this <laughs> nigga seen the police and run and ran the red light, and we had an open bottle in the car, and he was like, "I don't care." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> And uh, <laughs> yeah, he 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 went to jail that night. I had to uh, get out and walk to Waffle House, and uh, we had to call this girl. You know what I'm saying to uh, come get us, and uh, we had to explain why we was out in Moraine at 2 a.m. with a bottle in the car. So yeah, yeah, I definitely I've definitely been a part of that stupid scenario. Uh, I can't I can't say that I have not me. Personally, um, I mean, I've been around some people, but it, it it was in a different sense. It wasn't nothing like, you know, untouchable in the part of like the law, but it was more of like, like more of a situation of like when it's dealing with like females or some shit, like right, okay. a dude that just like no, like, like I told this story one time before on the podcast where like me, me and one of my homeboys, he hit me up. He was like, "Yo, four girls, you down?" I'm like, "Yeah, what's up?" And you know, we called two other dudes. They caked up, and it's just me and him. And he was like, "Yo, you pick one." I'm like, "Cool, I pick one." Like, and he hit, <laughs> he hit three out of four. <laughs> so, so he got three out of the four. You know what I'm saying? And let me the one. So I mean, he he had that type of mentality. You know what I'm saying? So he's a horrible so, friend. <laughs> horrible. At least no, 50, hold on. 50. Whoa. No, no. 50. Look, this the thing though. He he hit three other. He hit me and two other dudes because it was four mm-hmm. of them. It's they fault for not showing up. They didn't. They didn't want to leave. They situation. I was available. So I'm like, cool. I'm down. You know what I'm saying? And the way it just went down, like he just had, he had that persona, he had that like that that, that shit that 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 them motherfuckers like. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he was able to pull to get, the, you know, what I'm saying the three out of the four. You know what I'm saying? He left me the one. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I, can't, I, can't, I can't complain. You know what I mean? So nah, but I never, I never felt that before. I think the only thing that comes close to that, like. But I think this is more of like just having like confidence. Like I remember it was one situation we was playing the school called Eastside in basketball, and there was a dude like everybody knew this dude. Ben was the dude. He was the high flyer. You know he'd been in like all these like dunk contests and all this stuff. And like Ben was like maybe like six five, and I'm six two. So and I told y'all before we ain't got a lot of top people right here. I played center. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I had to jump. So he looked at me and he looked me up and down like you jumping. I look at him like, hey, yeah, I'm jumping. Like, man, don't, don't, don't disrespect me like that. You know what I'm saying? So who you think got the tip? Me, motherfucker. Right. Don't, 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 don't disrespect me, man. Like, nah, man. And then, like, you you, you have like that kind of coming, but like, when when it comes to the law, nah, I ain't never felt that way. But well, that also separates the characters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that scene right there, that's when Sincere knew 
like that was his confirmation. Cause remember, they was having a conversation of what's, you know, what I'm saying next? more in life. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And sincere is like, yo, I got a baby, I got a girl. Like I'm trying to start a business or whatever. And he was like, yo, like man, you need to get out of that dumb shit out your head. You know what I mean? You know what right. I'm saying? Like, like it's like, dude, like, and then he you running the you running the light. You know what I'm saying? He and was he was amped, man. He's like, man, I'm fucking untouchable. Like I, I mean, I've had a lot of different experiences with feeling untouchable. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I heard one of those stories on the first class bike. Probably, probably. Oh man. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, is like <laughs> some of it was. It, it's been a time where it kind of pertained to the law. Not not doing nothing like no extra street shit or nothing like that, but just on the fact of like I I had never been to jail at that point. So mm-hmm. it was like I was getting it off. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Got my hands in a couple different pockets. I'm like, shit, we out here fresh out of high school. I'm getting some little money. You know what I'm saying? Got me a little whip out here doing whatever I want to do. Clubs, washing X's off. Don't nobody know my real age. <laughs> like, Word. I'm untouchable at this point. So that's, and then, you know, but eventually, as we've seen in the movie, man, like, you get caught up, bro. Like, I had a, like, the one time I, shit, went to jail, I thought I was about to do three years. And it was one of those, like, not not as elaborate as he was feeling, but we was getting it off. You know what I'm saying? And then I ended up getting greedy and like, hey, let's double back. Mm-hmm. So, as soon as we double back, not even a clear description of who we are, boom, we get whooped on. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, yeah, but- <laughs> one of the one of the last few times I actually like felt that way. And then, but usually, man, like as soon as you get that feeling, that's when it's only gonna last for so long, bro. And then after after that, it's gonna just go down here. That's a fact. But um, speaking of uh, whew. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of, you know what I'm saying, the 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 the, the demise of shit, man. Um, Lennox. Mm. My favorite my favorite character in the movie. Um, Why am I not surprised? Yo, he was he was so player. <laughs> Bumper clock. Yeah, he was so player though. Like before he before he got taken out, bro, he was so yeah. player. Like the way, you know what I'm saying, the way he introduced them, you know what I'm saying, the way he introduced himself and brought them in and it was like, yo, like this dude is the man. Like, what, what is there not to like about him, bro? Nah, look, no, I like Lennox. I like Lennox. Um, you know what I'm saying? Watching the soccer game, told him not to disrespect him. You know what I'm saying? When, when he said you scared, of the did you see that slip? Man, oh listen. yeah, <laughs> yeah, the baseball Golly. bat. Golly, Golly, crazy, crazy. I know. One of my favorite scenes is when when they went to when they went to Jamaica though. Yeah. Now when when they went to Jamaica, Jamaica the, the whole Jamaica scene was dope. When he yeah, had to assassinate um, Cuss. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 part. You know what I'm saying with the feathers on his head. You know yeah. what I'm saying. I still don't understand that. I I never knew that was in in in. Uh, but you know what I'm saying. Shots out to Sean Paul. You know what I'm saying. Yo, Sean Paul was in the movie. Yeah. You know, so shots out to him um, when they were yeah. in Jamaica, but um, but the but the whole Linux shit, man. <laughs> Time out, real quick. <laughs> Sean Paul being in Jamaica is the wildest thing in this movie because that nigga's Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. That's that's the funniest part of this whole movie: the fact that he is in Jamaica with everybody doing Jamaican stuff. That nigga is Puerto Rican. You got it, man. Man, why he can't? Why he can't be plugged? He was plugging his music, man. You know, so you got to plug his music on all the islands. No, I'm not. I'm not against it. I bought all his albums. I'm a huge Sean Paul. (laughs) Did you really, (laughs) bro? What? Dirty Rock. Dirty Rock was that shit. That was a great album. However, um, he has a he has a track in there that is back to back. The first one is in English. The second one is in Spanish. No, no. Not like, yeah, like, 
Yeah, I like I like no, nah, but I just I'm just not surprised that Lennox end up being your favorite character though. Like like that's not that's that's not even surprising to me like at all. It's like as soon as you said like oh yeah that's that's he was living, cool. he was living a high life. life. He yeah, was he was living a high life. He had a mansion. He had the money. He had the, he was the plug like. But this is the crazy. Well, I didn't like the way they took him out either though. Oh come on man, he, they did a Scarface style almost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for real. That's he, what I'm saying. He took out the whole crew with one person. No. The one person he, he needed to killed. take out. No, he, he got killed by some chick in the BDSM leather outfit. You know what I'm saying? And she sliced my <laughs> nigga's throat. Dude. But she was spider man. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was nothing was cool about that death, bro. Like the way she, the way she scaled down from wherever she scaled down from, and shit she had on, I was like, okay, well, this is crazy. Like, what about to go on here? And then she cut his throat. I was like, oh man, that's messed up. Man, but come on, man, don't you fucking look like me? All he trying to do is watch soccer and get high. He can't even do that in peace. Dude, he was mad. Green beams, Dude. green beams everywhere. Listen, <laughs> and the only reason he even knew they was coming because Jamaica was losing. He's like, I put my faith in you and you do this to me. He had like, he's the only person saying? that's rooting for Jamaica. He already pissed like, off. Do y'all come kill him? Like, come on, man. That's the worst day of his life. <laughs> yeah. That was the worst day of his life, for real. I yeah. mean, but like, like I was saying, just in the movie in general, bro, like, when you get like, like I said, when I was younger and watched it, I'm like, I want that life. Mm-hmm. Big money, chicks, all that, cars, mansion, like that's what I want. Like, yeah. all right, bet. But then you get older, it's like, all right, I got to look like, over my go shoulder. Go you said what? Yeah, every day. So you yeah, realize what like, you got to go through. Yeah, like you looking over your shoulder. Like I said. He and then buns, everything went downhill. He shit, the feds kicked in the door. He still, he still mm-hmm. owed money to Lennox. He still had now. Now you gotta now you on the run for not only just the feds, you on the run from everybody. <clears throat> like shit at Omaha went south. You feel me? Like shit crazy. Why? Why did they even? What? They're trying to Omaha? expand or some shit. Well, they're trying to expand and be low in Omaha, bro. Yeah, I, I because it. think about Omaha, it. Bro. No, bro. Omaha, I don't go to o- Omaha. Omaha was a perfect spot, dude. It was a perfect spot. Think about it. Remember, before before Keith started going crazy, right? right? He was in the shower. You know what I'm saying? Kurt Luger came on the TV and they started talking mm-hmm. about this new heroin drug. What most people do heroin? Mm-hmm. White folks. In the Thank you. Perfect spot. <laughs> however, 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 you didn't think to hire a white dude to go out there and do it? You just two <laughs> niggas just pop up in Omaha out of nowhere looking suspicious? Yeah, you're going to get caught. This is how they – I think this is how they got caught. They decided to do Omaha, and Omaha was like, hey, there's a lot of y'all around here. What are you doing here? And it was like drugs popped up. Oh, that's what I did. And this is exactly how the plan got put in when it's all said and done. I think that's the whole point of this movie. Don't go where you're not wanted. <laughs> man, oh, shit. If, that, if that's the case, nigga, we ain't won it nowhere. Exactly. Look, man, that's what I'm saying. Look, but this, at least this is the problem. Yeah, but I, I think that I think, but at the same time, though, we ain't even spoke his name up yet. Knowledge is the yeah. one who fucked everything up. Yeah. Now, yeah. That's a fact. now I mean, old dude. Yeah. Horrible it, it, it name was a character, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Your name knowledge, you're supposed to ask some some type of comment. Yeah. Why 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 would you why would you call his house from the spot? Like come on, man. What what, what sense does that make? Everybody knows. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like one of the most unwritten rules that's that's out in the world. Even I know this. You know what I'm saying? I don't know I ain't never sold drugs. You, you you never use those type of phones, man. You always gotta use right. a burner. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Something. Pay for back then, mm-hmm. you know, you had to pay phones and shit. Right. You don't call the spot. Everybody right. knows you don't call the spot. Knowledge From calls the spot. The spot. Like, <laughs> and mad that they ain't got his bail money. Like, I'm not bailing you out either. You know, like, we in this right. situation because of you. Like, what you mean? Right. <laughs> hey, for real. It's definitely an unwritten rule. Just like a, 
All written rule is, bro. If I call, if I call you, like, bro, what did we do last night? That means I was with you last night. <laughs> that that Ooh, means whatever you say, we was together. I got, I got some brothers, bro, that look me dead in my face, like, nigga, I don't know what you did last night. Hey, bro, mm-hmm. come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a that's an unwritten that is an unwritten rule. When I call like, real you quick and say, bro. What happened last night? It's always we did something. Whatever, whatever happened is we. We. I don't care. I don't care when you call me. If you call me and be like, bro, what happened last night? Oh, man, we went to the gas station. You know what I'm saying? Stop by the bar. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. It's always going to be a we. We was together the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> Dude, I don't care where I was at. I could be sitting right next to my girl, like she know damn well I wasn't nowhere else last night. But right now, I was with him last exactly. night. Dude, it, it wasn't. That's, we that's lost track code. of time, but we we lost yeah, track of time. But we was out. <laughs> Said just yeah. enough information, but it's some niggas out here that be like, bro, you didn't tell me I had to lie. I shouldn't have to tell you to lie. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> like the rule, man. Dude, you gotta know, Kevin you Hart. gotta know that. Sh- thank that's you. Shout out right. to Kevin Hart, man. Kevin Hart <laughs> put the whole thing on. Like, like, come on. That's what I'm saying. Like, you my fucking friend. Like, <laughs> nigga. Like, my bullshit yeah. is your bullshit. <laughs> all, all day long, bro. For real. Oh, I'm man. like, man. There's some niggas that you just can't bring bring along, bro. Like, <laughs> oh, you can't do nothing with them. Because they're going to tell you something. They're going to tell you eventually. Yeah. Not even, bro, I got told on my accident. I'm like, bro, are you serious? Like, why did that even come up? Like, bro, I don't like know, bro. You, I thought. Or, or when you answer the random phone call on, on speaker and they just be like, bro, last night, yo, whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's make sure the air is clear, brother, before you get to talking crazy. You know what I'm saying? Make it like, so bad. I, I still I still do that shit. There ain't even no need for it no more. But I'm like, hey, bro, you got me on speaker? That's what I'm saying. Nah. Like, all right, yeah, cool. Like, so <laughs> you, you can't even have an Xbox chat outside of the on the TV. You gotta make sure you got your headset on because you don't want nothing crazy to come out. <laughs> <laughs> for, for real. <laughs> man, you oh, got, man. It's, yeah. I don't know. Man, they gotta get it together, man. It, it's real, it's really people out here like that. Yeah, this ate up. <laughs> it just ate mm-hmm. up. <laughs> no home yeah. training, bro. Yeah, Word. but you know what though? Knowledge for him to be called knowledge is supposed to be smart. Like knowledge, knowledge didn't fuck up just there. Knowledge also fucked up for putting black on. Because remember, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the movie, you know what I'm saying? They were telling him, "Yo, ditch the car," all this type of shit. And then, so then, you know, they go down to the basement, and Black is jealous of his cut, and and Buns mm-hmm. told him, like he told Sincere, "Yo." That show your man is knowledge, and knowledge put this dude on, and then what ended up happening? The whole shit came back to bite him. You know what I'm saying? Because Black was mad because Buns made him strip down butt naked in the damn crib. You know, at, at Grandma <laughs> house. Yo, did you hear the Grandma in the background yelling when he was shooting that gun? Did you hear that? Yeah, no. <laughs> again, watch it again, dude, bro. Like it's, watch it's it again. Little, it's little, it's little hits to the movie, bro, that you don't yeah. notice until like later. Like, hold on, what? <laughs> no, I've never, I've never paid that no attention. Dude, the grandma was saying, she didn't come down there, but she was saying something. What did she say? I don't she, know. What she I was, she was, you could barely make it out, but you could hear a woman's voice. Oh, okay. But, like, yeah, like, so, you know, and he came back and, you know, and shot Sincere. But it could have been worse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that, and I think that, with him being knowledge as man, it's like, damn, how smart really knowledge is. Like this motherfucker, like, I don't think, I don't think knowledge, knowledge is, is all that smart. Yeah, they gave him that name because it was, it was, a, it was a, it was a setup for saying lack thereof. Yeah, <laughs> like we, mm-hmm. yeah, we gonna call him knowledge, but he really, he really ain't got no. Thank you, bro. You know. You know. That shit was an antonym like a motherfucker. I was sleeping English class, bro. <laughs> so um, but no. I got I got beef with one thing the fact that um that you know what I'm saying Tion was named Tion in the movie 
You know what I'm saying? You know what it that's like that's like that's like that's like Thomas is always Tommy. Everything he played yeah. in, he was Tommy. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like the the laziness of not giving her a, a character name. Was, I don't know man. if that's laziness. Maybe maybe she didn't want a character name. Why 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 did why did Thomas always the, wanted to be you Tommy? You don't get to pick. You don't get to pick whether or not you want to get character name. The script is already Dude. written. Yeah, the script is written. Okay, but then she probably why got confused. Tommy, why is Tommy always Tommy? Because he probably got confused. I don't know. That's a great question. I don't know because he was he was Tommy and Martin. Harlem right? Martin. He was Tommy and Harlem Knights. He was Tommy what, and um, what was he in class, class, class at? I think his name was Tommy in class at. I believe. He was Tommy in class at? No, he wasn't. No, <laughs> yes, no he was. Hold on. There's, there's he no was, way he was. He, he always him. smacked Blade in the back of the head, man. Yeah. yeah. No, he ain't smacked Blade. He smacked um. It was Blade. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was, man. I'm telling you. Why you about to look it up <laughs> like that? I'm, on, you, right? I'm trying to tell you, dude. Blade, Blade was uh kid. That's Blade, right. That's Blade right. Oh, uh, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, what was his name? I forget. Um, hold on. Oh shit. What was his name? I think his name was Tommy and Class Act. But yo, my favorite part when they was in that wax museum, he was like, his name was he said, "Oh, mm. okay." He said, "He said, hey." He said, "Uh, oh, what was the name of that character?" He said, "That's uh." Ah, oh, damn! I, I hate because I can't remember his name. And he said he said something. He's like, "That's Billy Swagger or something like that." He's like, "And that shit was so fucking funny." But oh man! Was, and then he got everybody's name wrong. Like Tommy would smack him, and he would be wrong. <laughs> like, do you need right? But um. <laughs> But uh, damn. But nah, knowledge, knowledge is on that bullshit. But okay, so this is the thing. So we got to get to it. The minister, right? So Tommy, Tommy goes down because like Tommy's on the run. He gets locked up, and um, well, well, they busted his house, took Keisha to jail, so he was on the run. End up being down in Atlanta with the two young boys, right? So that's when the, the all-time line come out. You know what I'm saying? So my man, you know, put the weed in the bag first, then get the money. You know, so knowledge calls the new spot. Don't know how he got the number. So he gets on the phone, tell knowledge, yo, I ain't getting you out. La la la, told him to suck his dick, all this shit. So they go out and go get some food. And so they must have did a robbery or something because the one dude was talking about how the light-skinned dude was, you know what I'm saying, was scared. Didn't want nothing to pop off, nah, 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 all this type of shit. So he ended up shooting him in the middle of a restaurant, and Buns just figured, you know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna keep lighting up. So he gets locked up after uh, after knowledge called the spot. So I don't know if it was the FBI or whoever it was. They ain't feeling what the minister's talking about. Mm-hmm. So then it all turns into they want. Buns to go undercover, you know what I'm saying, to where he have to start actually learning, you know what I'm saying, all the rules and everything of being a Muslim and all this type shit. But what ended up happening is he found his purpose. In the mix of trying to take down the minister, you know what I'm saying? Look, we just did in too deep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. He got he got in too deep with the minister, and he was like, Yo, like this is my purpose. Like I'm starting to feel what the minister is saying. This is my question to y'all. Why did the police, I mean, y'all know why, but I still got to ask the question for the podcast purposes. Why did they want to take the minister out? He was speaking truth, man. (laughs) Elijah Muhammad, all of that, you know what I'm saying? Cultural stuff, like he, you know, anytime you speak in the truth, man, especially as a black man, they got to silence you somehow. So you find another black man that's underneath the gun. It's like, all right, well, you underneath the gun, so you're going to do our dirty work for us. You know what I'm saying? Same thing happened with Malcolm X and all of that. Same thing happened with uh, 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 Marcus Garvey. You know what I'm saying? You, you find another black man 
to do your dirty work because now you didn't got caught up in some stuff. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, and the, and the biggest the biggest price that you can hang over anybody's head is freedom. Yeah. So, hey, Fred, I mean, Fred Hampton, Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's the, it's yeah. the same thing that's it's the same thing that's going on with the minister. You know, saying so with Minister Farrakhan right now, like you know, what I'm saying they they demean him in every way that they can. You know, what I'm saying they they downplay him in every way that they can. They try to do reverse racism thing. They call him an anti semite. You know, what I'm saying like they do everything they can to, to diminish this man's name. And at the end of the day, just like he said, all he do is speak truth. You know, what I'm saying he don't attack nobody. He don't, you know what I'm saying, hate nobody or none of that. He just really speak truth. And, you know what I'm saying, the power that be are going to always, you know what I'm saying, like you guys just gave those examples. The power that be is always going to make sure that they do everything to silence truth as long as, you know what I'm saying, it goes against whatever they want the truth to be. So, I mean, if you ride with it and you, you know what I'm saying, you want to give out the, the false truth, then, you know what I'm saying, they're going to leave you alone. They're going to probably recruit you. But when you out there telling the real truth and you giving that that knowledge out, then yeah, they they gonna be on your head. Yeah, I thought I thought that was a great. I thought it was great to see that transformation, um, because like Buns was always so wild and like, and he told sincere like, yo, like you was right the whole time. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't trying to hear it. And Spread, I thought it was also dope when it came to the narration where he was like, yo, Bun just hit me out of nowhere and he wanted to meet. And he was like, he's my dog and everything, but you never know with him. Like, he thought, yeah. like, he was like, yo, how did he get out? But the thing is, mm-hmm. I thought it was also dope the fact that he showed up. Because to have that going through your head, you know he locked up. How the fuck did he get out? Did he sell mm-hmm. me out? And is this a setup? But I think he also knew in the back of his mind, like, even though he's having those thoughts, he's like, Buns would never, he would never set me up to get locked up. Right. Like, that's right. not his character. But when he met him, he's a totally different dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. he looked the part by wearing a suit and all that shit, but I think that, it, I think it showed us when Sincere was like, yo, I got your car, I got all your stuff, what you, what you want me to do with all your stuff? He was like, yo, I ain't gonna need any of that stuff. And I think that's what's told us like yo he's a different guy and when the minister gave him that speech when he gave him that speech on new year's day yo that's the most powerful part of this whole movie is that speech that's 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 like if i had to say i I still don't even know how to explain what belly is (laughs) you know what i'm saying (laughs) i can tell i can tell you belly is a long ass music video If you had to put it, if you had to put it in a category, it'd probably be more of an action drama. Yeah, but it's just one long ass music video. <laughs> but, not, <laughs> but I feel, I feel what you're saying. Like, but like the way I took that, that little end time was just effective. Like, like some people, <clears throat> like you said, they grow apart earlier. You know what I'm saying? Like how you said, sincere was just on a, a different path early, or searching for a different path early. Some for some folks that happen later, you know what I'm saying. You gotta some stuff gotta happen to you, yeah, for you to be like, all right, now I see the truth. You know what I'm saying. And the kind of yeah. it's a good message to send to people that like it's really never too late, even though you might think it's too late, but it's not too late to get right. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, it ha- yeah, unfortunately, it, it happens to a lot of folks when they already locked up with no signs of getting out, but. Mm-hmm. It's never, it's never too, it's never too late to get your soul right. That's right. So, hold on, real quick, real quick. I got, I got a question for y'all. This is okay. another powerful scene. Um, that I, I just wanted to hear y'all thoughts on it real quick. When, when Cecile went back to the hood, went back to the projects, and you know what I'm saying, Shorty was like the little twelve year old. You know what I'm saying? Talked about how he got robbed from a dude on top of the building. And he got a piece. And like the the conversation that he had with him and how he explained him 12 going on 30, you know what I'm saying? Where the kid just don't see another way out. He don't see himself actually really growing up to be an adult. Like, what do you think about that that conversation that he had with Shorty on the bench? Uh, I mean, it was, I don't know, because like he, he, he kicked it to him straight. 
Like he didn't try to he didn't talk to him like he was a little kid. He talked to him like he was a grown man already. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I don't know. Like I, I low key feeling different about it, but at the same time, even now in today's age, man, sometimes you you got to sit down and just holler at these kids on where they at, not where you think they at. Me personally, um, I thought that I thought the Nas did what he was supposed to do in that scene. You know what I'm saying? Sincere did exactly what he was supposed to do in that scene. Um. You know what I'm saying? Just throughout life, man, especially with, you know what I'm saying, the way things are going right now, we have a, a huge lack of OGs. We got a huge lack of real big homies. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these niggas that say that, that they OGs and big homies really just be around just to benefit off of whoever they getting, you know what I'm saying, called big homie or OG to. Um, so the fact that he actually took time to sit down and tell somebody, you know what I'm saying, something and try to get them a, a different option, you know what I mean? Like that's that was from the heart. That let you know what I'm saying. That kind of let you know, like, yo, he really, he really been out here doing it, but he trying to prevent that from happening to somebody in the next generation. And we need that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we need all of that. So for me, I, I love that scene. That's that's really one of my, you know what I'm saying, like favorite scenes in the movie. The fact that, you know what I'm saying, he really gave somebody game. He really dropped gems on somebody to teach them something different. Because you know what I'm saying, even when even when we start to feel like. <clears throat> Um, there's no other way around it. There's no other way out. At the end of the day, it's always another way. It's always another route. We just sometimes have to find somebody who can kind of guide us and show us that light. So for me, I, I definitely think that he did the right thing. Dope. Okay. I, I agree. Cool, cool. But I'm ready, though. We can do it. So, okay, okay, okay. So it's that time, man. Fire, flame, time. Fire, flame, time. Yoga, fire. Yoga, flame. So, um, you know what I'm saying? E, you the guest, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? I know you listen to the show, but just for the people who freshly listening in, um, we give every movie, every television show that we review um a rating of up to five fire flames. Um so what would be your rating and why, my brother? So five five being the best, right? Yep. Uh, overall, it's a five for me, just because I've mm-hmm. I've always liked Belly. You know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. just for the for the culture and everything like that, and just like you like we touched on, just the different hidden messages and hidden symbols throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. So I give it a five. Okay, that's Doc Foster, man. You know what I'm saying? You up, brother? What's up, man? Uh. Yeah, you know I'm saying like it's it's Belly's been one of one of those favorite movies for me as well. Uh, Belly Two is trash, but we ain't <laughs> talking about that. Um, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. But when when I when I think about all of the hood classes that I like, man, as far as like paid in full and you know what I'm saying, minutes of society and all that type shit, I, I would I would have to give Belly a four point five. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 up there, but just just from my Look at the view that there could have been some things that I would have done a little differently, but I'm I'm gonna give it a four point five. Cool man. Um, for me, you know what I'm saying. Love the cast. The cast was dope. Shout out to Hype Williams for you know what I'm saying making this. You know what I'm saying a, a super dope movie. Um, I'm a huge. I'm a huge '90s hip hop head. So to see DMX and Nas on here, and AG, and, you know what I'm saying. The New York, the New York legends to be able to put that together. Um, but you know, what I'm saying there, there was some things that that it lacked, of course. Um, I, I still don't like the way Lennox was killed off. I thought that could have been better. Um, I, I give it a four. You know, what I'm saying I'm gonna give it a four. Shout out to Lennox, R.P. Man, this guy right here, man, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. Um, you know, what I'm saying. What we got coming soon, man? What, what, how we going to pull this man, Listen, all I'm going to say is we need to protect the elders, man. You know what I'm saying? We Definitely need to protect them the because there's some scheming motherfuckers out here and the shit is fucked up. When I, look, dude, when I seen this movie, I was like, yo, are they really doing this shit? And then once I got to thinking, it don't surprise me. Just know that the nursing homes are in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just know that. <laughs> nursing homes are in trouble. Once we find out if this is really going on, they going down. This is man, a Ponzi scheme of all Ponzi schemes. It's Bernie bad, Madoff, Bernie Madoff would have never did this. Nah. He would never, never. do nothing like this, man. So, um, y'all tuning in to us, you know what I'm saying, Tuesday. We got something good for y'all, man. Um, But, you know, E, appreciate you for coming through, bro. Appreciate you for hopping on, man. You know what I'm saying? It's always a good time. Um, you know what I'm saying? I we we done did this pod thing for a minute now, brother. So um let everybody know where they can find you. Tell everybody about you know your products, all that good stuff, man. All right. Well, you already know. It's always a pleasure being on with y'all, man. Like definitely appreciate y'all. Uh well, you know, first class podcast. Uh you can find me on Facebook under First Class Podcast Media. Or first class podcast media page. Um, <clears throat> also have first class pot, uh, first class beer products out, which is uh, oil, shampoo, uh, beard butter. Also a beard refresher. We also got beard bonnets in, beard combs in, the whole nine. And merchandise is up and available for the podcast and for the beer products as well. Uh, just basically get with me on Facebook. Or any of my social media, which is uh, I'm on Instagram under business wise, it's first class podcast, personal space ninja 87, Facebook, Eric Carter Jr. You can hit me up, DM, um, let me know for prices, anything like that. Website should be on the way within the next week or two. For sure, man. Um, y'all already know, follow me at Scoots Bronson on Twitter. Who's Bronson underscore TV on um, Instagram. Y'all go check out my other podcast, 15 Minutes of Fame. Um, make sure you follow us on Instagram at View and Nine Pod. And also go to Facebook. Follow us. Face, uh, Facebook is VA Pod Watch Group. Go join that group, man. Get all your information from there. Um, I mean, that's all I got. Yeah, you can follow me at uh, s.pasta8 on Instagram and Twitter, uh, 28 Minutes or Less Pod on Instagram, 28 Minutes or Less on Facebook. Uh, I just put out a uh, a preview episode of the Viewers Anonymous on the 28 Minutes or Less. Me and Scoops went in on that, so that's out for the people. We just did that on uh, Disturbia. That was episode 48. Also, you like what you heard from the man E. Carter. We did an interview back on the 28 Minutes or Less. It was episode 40. You can go check that out as well as far as everything else that he just mentioned. Um, still, the twin, uh, the Stolen Time podcast, you know, there will be no more new episodes, but you know what I'm saying? You can still go out check out old episodes there. I put out the outro episode 214, so you still can go listen to that podcast. And uh, that's all I got, man. Yes, sir, man. And uh, with that being said, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. You already know. We appreciate all the support. And like they say in Hollywood, that's a wrap. Cut. <laughs>